0: coffee talk with Montessori moms in the wild. This is a segment where we circle back to a topic we want to unpack some more, share something we're struggling with personally, or give you a little tip to support you through your Montessori journey at home. If you're busy like us and only have a short amount of time to spare between school pickups, commuting to work, or just busy life at home, these episodes are for you. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. My name is Rachel. And I have my Montessori training and infant toddler. We have had a busy week as my daughter is turning one. She actually, as I'm recording this, her birthday is today. I cannot believe it. I did not get to have a first birthday party uh, for my first child due to COVID. (laughs) So we're thrilled to be able to throw kind of a big party shenanigan for her. And it was a lot of fun. We had that this past weekend. So we had about 30-ish or so close friends and family coming. So we had a lot of food to cook and prep. And it was also my husband's birthday this weekend and Mother's Day. So we had a full, full weekend of just celebrations, lots of eating our favorite foods, spending time with family. And yeah, it's kind of bittersweet. Nobody tells you, you know, the night you put your infant to bed, you wake up and now I have two toddlers. It's bittersweet for me. It like immediately makes me want to have 5,000 more babies. But if we did that, we've said this before, we would not be functioning humans and we would be exhausted. (laughs) But the theme was one sweet peach. So I made like peach turnovers and we had a pink peach balloon arch and it was a lot of fun. I always grew up with my mom like overdoing birthday parties and going all out. And there's this one treat or snack that she had at like every single party goldfish and m ms I don't know. The sweet and salty. It's like the perfect taste, but it's such a good childhood memory. So we served that too. Anyways, lots of fun. That's what I've been up to. So hopefully now I can get back to real life, normal routine because last week was us just really trying to party prep and run lots of errands and make it. So, but this week I want to talk to you about self-serve snack and our toddler kitchen. Because it has really been life-changing for me during our daily routine. And I really no longer hear, can I have snack? Can I have snack? I know that's like the anthem we hear, I feel like, from like 9.30 to like 11 every day. Can I have snack? Can I have snack? If you're home or if you are a teacher in the classroom, have toddlers or um, primary, then you're probably hearing, is snack available? Is snack open? Is food prep available? So I wanted to share what I've kind of set up at home that's really working for me, that feels good, that's working for my toddler. And yeah, so that's what I'm kind of going to jump into today. But first, let's hear an ad from our sponsor today. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution here. The packets are convenient and easy to use. Just mix with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go travel or anytime you need a quick and effective hydration boost. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. Lauren founded Cura, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. Driven by a desire to offer a better alternative than sugar-laden sports drinks, Lauren collaborated with medical experts to develop a plant based, vegan, and no sugar added electrolyte powder that hydrates as effectively as an IV drip, since it is an ORS, oral rehydration solution. The product is designed to provide a healthier and more natural hydration solution for athletes, travelers, and busy individuals who are constantly on the go. Today, Cure is on a mission to help people stay hydrated and feel their best without compromising on quality taste, or sustainability. CURE believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Try CURE today and feel the difference for yourself. Use the code Montessori Moms for 25% off your order. You can also find the link in our show notes. So, self serve snack and food prep is really a large part of the Montessori toddler and primary classrooms. It is really a way to help promote independence. We're allowing them to be a part of this process, not only eating right? They have to be a part of that process, but helping prepare the food, helping set up the food. And since I am home now, I wanted my toddler to really continue to do self-serve snack and food prep because it not only just really builds on that independence piece, it builds fine motor skills and it's just a good way for him to feel involved in our daily routine even more. So Not only does it promote independence, which is, of course, my goal for him is that independence and be a lifelong learner, but it's building his hand strength as he's cutting that banana or peeling that orange or clementine. First things first, this takes some preparation from you as a parent. So I have two areas in my kitchen that are kind of super accessible or set up for my toddler. So the first thing is to have an area in your pantry or wherever you keep your food that is set up at their reach so they can kind of grab a snack. It's super accessible to them. So I have a basket that sits on the bottom of the pantry, I guess the floor, (laughs) that has about four choices in it. It has like sea bars, fig bars, pirate's booty, and applesauce. And I kind of rotate through those. And it's always going to be some type of bar and some type of like easy bag, snack. I don't love pouches. I mean, yes, functionality, it's easy, but typically I try to have like cups of applesauce or things like that. So they're using those fine motor skills and still really feeding themselves and not just squeezing a pouch. But I do pouches too sometimes. It's just not in our everyday rotation. So these are pretty much always available. I have to set parameters if it's like 4.15 p.m. Obviously, that snack is not going to happen in our household at that point because then we're not going to eat any dinner because we eat about 5 or 5.15. So at that point, he can have like fresh veggies that maybe I'm prepping with dinner. But I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, have a bag of goldfish and a bowl of blueberries because then he's not really going to eat what I'm preparing. And I'm pretty big on family style and all sitting together for that meal, really dinner time is our one meal where we get to do that, but otherwise it's kind of always available for him. So, it's on the ground, so he can kind of get a snack without asking me and reach it with no problem. Now, sometimes he may need help opening. He's pretty good with scissors now at this point. Of course, my little toddler, my 1-year-old, she needs help still, so it's not as available to her, but to him, he also knows where his scissors are and he can kind of snip the top and open the bag or however he needs with no problems. So I also have a drawer in my fridge, like the low drawer where I keep like cheese, yogurt. I keep those little halo, orange things, cheese sticks. I do have yogurt pouches, hummus containers, you know, and guacamole containers. And that is an area where he can also grab a quick snack for food prep or just to eat. So for the fridge, He can't reach up and open the fridge. He has to push his kitchen helper over. So if you do have a fridge where the fridge part is only at the top, which is our case, and our freezer's on the bottom, then he can't reach it without either my help or without his kitchen helper. But his kitchen helper, he's figured out works and he can go and push it over and do it that way. And that's really functional for us too. Overall, that's a pretty independent process for him and I'm comfortable with that. So you have to be comfortable with it as a parent too. So as far as our toddler kitchen goes, I do not have it set up with running water or anything. I know sometimes people do have like the water there, but it's simply just really a storage area for toddler bowls, cups, maybe tiny pitchers, towels, rags to clean up messes and bibs. I have bibs in there because my youngest is still really needing that or we strip her down so we don't ruin clothes. But she can also crawl and stand independently. So she can crawl over and open the kitchen and grab a bib. We're working on that using that language. Hey, let's go get a bib. And she crawls over and maybe opens it and pulls everything out. But I'm saying let's get a bib and helping put the bib on her in that moment. So just connecting the dots for her. So she has access, but big brother, my older toddler, is able to really secure one for her too. So I can say, hey, can you run and get a bowl or a cup of this straw out for Sissy? And he's on that for us. So that's really helpful. The kitchen has two doors and four shelves. So it has a good amount of space where items can be stored. I think I got it from Cocoa Village. I'm not really sure. It may have been discontinued now too but it's just a really simple wood toddler kitchen. It really just makes my life easier and really promotes independence for me. So if you don't have a kitchen, a toddler kitchen, that's fine. He likes to use it for play now too because he's in that imagination stage. So maybe he's pretending to cook eggs while I'm cooking eggs in the real kitchen. But if you don't have this, then you can just have a low cabinet, a low drawer in your kitchen where you have all these items available also. I just set it up from day one like this, and it's beside their little sprouts table, so they kind of have their little area. That's the table he sits for food prep and morning snack too, typically. So it's kind of all in a little area together, and that just works for us. Now, as far as self serve snack goes, I try to do this maybe three or so days a week. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. That takes more prep on my part, so I have to set up the snack in the morning. So usually as I'm cleaning up breakfast, I have it available until about an hour or so before lunch. I do not have a shelf specifically for snack or food prep yet. That is my goal. But as I have transitioned home, I'm kind of redoing my space and figuring out what areas need what and how I can set up certain things. And right now it's working for us to not have a shelf. So I may end up having a shelf later, but right now it works. We did just add a sprouts table to our kitchen area and it has been super fun to watch my toddler and now my one-year-old just kind of sit and eat together. But when I'm cleaning up breakfast, I usually prep some fruit or veggie and place in a glass bowl and prep a car veggie straws, goldfish, Pirate's Booty, crackers, pretzels. And then when I have a free second, I kind of place the bowls on his table and the serving utensils for him. And that's really all. Then the snack is there. It's available for him. It's open, as I call it. And he can get a bowl and a cup out of his kitchen to serve himself snack whenever he pleases. For drinking, I usually place a tiny pitcher on the table and he knows that he can use that or he can move his kitchen helper over to the fridge to get water out of the dispenser there. For food prep, I normally only choose two options, though, to have available that I have ready to serve. Sometimes it may be spreading butter on toast, peeling an orange, cutting an egg, cutting a cheese stick, juicing an orange, strawberry cutting, banana cutting. I typically use a washable plastic tray for food prep just because I throw it in the dishwasher after he Cleans it. So I just like to use the big plastic ones with pretty deep sides, or I guess it's deep and has taller sides, maybe like two inch sides, so that if something rolls, like an orange, it doesn't roll off the tray. That's just kind of gives him a little extra help. But I have an egg cutter that really works great for, for boiled eggs. He loves to use that. And we also use that on strawberries too, it works for really ripe strawberries. We have tiny dip holders to use to put the orange pill in and child-sized knives, spoons and just like choppers. I like to use real materials like glass to serve to have it available in glass bowls for him because it's just allowing them to be a part of our real world. But if you are nervous to do that, then start just using plastic in the beginning. That's really easy to start with. And then as your child gets more confident, then you can transition to glass slowly. I think recently I did a reel on food prep and how to set up a tray. So you could definitely look at that reel on our Instagram at Montessori Moms in the Wild. And as far as cleaning goes, at school I did have a dishwashing station in my classroom. Right now our dishwashing station I have set up on our screen porch as like a sensory water play just because it's so nice and my one-year-old loves that at the moment. So I'm kind of happy with that. I don't want to change that up. So that's not really available for washing. But I do typically have him kind of go over to the sink with his kitchen helper and turn the water on and use his little spray bottle, which has soap in it and water. And he sprays it, washes it and kind of places it in the sink on the right side. That's just how we kind of have it. And then he can go from there. And he's done the whole process of his self-serve sack and cleaning himself up. A lot of the times I will reset food prep. So if he wants to do maybe another orange peeling work, then he can just dump it, put it on the counter, and then I'll just put a new orange in it. Or he can grab and put a new orange in it. So it really just depends what it is, where he has it. But I know that He knows he can put it on the counter and just say, hey, I put it there. And that's just a reminder for me. Hey, I need to either clean that up or reset it for him to use again. It really is just figuring out your groove, figuring out what works and go from there. But all in all, this has been like really life changing for me as a parent who has two kids, three and under, and wants them to be independent and do those practical life activities, but doesn't want to hear my name called 1000 times to get him a snack. So I hope that you enjoyed this coffee talk. Of course, if you ever have any questions about food prep, we do have some good examples. So head to our Instagram to find that. But this was fun. I really enjoyed sharing what works for food prep and snack at our home. So. Thank you for listening to Montessori Moms in the Wild. If you have a topic you're interested in, you can send us a request on Instagram at Montessori Moms in the Wild or email us at MontessoriMomsInTheWild at gmail.com. If you're enjoying these new coffee talks we're doing, please follow or leave us a review. Until next time, stay wild.